The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome back, welcome in, everybody. Good morning to you. Hopefully, uh, all you guys over in the States aren't nursing an NFL Super Bowl hangover too badly. And if you are, shame on you. It's Monday morning. Shouldn't be going to work hungover. Uh, you are tuned in here to Hoop Balls DFS Today podcast. We break down NBA DFS for you daily. Every single day of the week, we're here doing this for you. Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. Well, we are not here to talk NFL. We are here to talk an eight-game NBA daily fantasy sports slate. We have eight games to kick into today for Monday, February the 8th, 2021. Welcome back. I'm your host, uh, Brenton Eckersley. I'm coming to you from South Australia, a little town or city here called Adelaide or Radelaide, as we like to call it over here. Hope you're enjoying your Monday wherever you are. Just before we jump into this fixture, guys, eight games coming up, but we just have to quickly mention one of our favorite presenting sponsors here, and that is mybookie.ag. One of the most important questions that you guys can ask yourselves out there is where am I placing my bets? You have the bets sorted in your head, you know who you're going to bet on, but you need to ask yourself this one important question, guys, and that is who am I betting with? We always here at Hootball DFS today talk about mybookie.ag, and that is because these guys are just the most rock-solid uh, platform out there. Their rep is just one of the best on the internet. Uh, they've got the best odds, the best contests, and the, some of the best promotions in the business. Uh, mybookie.ag is the only place that you should really trust to handle any of your betting needs, especially as we plough through this NBA season. Here at Hootball, we don't just give out that uh, that acknowledgement for nothing. We we need that uh, we need our sponsors to be putting that hard work in, and there's no doubt about it. MyBookie.ag they are just the best at what they do. They are the best sports book out there. Period. So here is the promo. It's simple. Sign up. Enter our promo code Hoopball, and that is as always H O O P B A L L, and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand dollars. That is just nonsense. Free money. If you enter 50 bucks, they'll give you 25. If you enter 500 bucks, they'll give you 250. If you go all the way and enter $1,000 on your initial entry with the hoop ball promo, you will get up to $500 matched. That is free money, my friends, and that is a good thing. So head over to mybookie.ag if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet on. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. All right, guys. Breaking it down, Monday, February the 8th, we do have eight games to chug through. We are going to churn through this fairly quickly for you and just touch on a few players that uh, I think uh, you should be looking at for your DFS lineups. First game up on the card, this is a 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game, and we have the Houston Rockets visiting the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets have not yet submitted an injury report, but we do have one for Houston. And outside of Dante Exum and Kevin Porter Jr., uh, of course, Christian Wood is still out uh, with that right ankle sprain. Uh, there is not much to report there. Christian Wood's the big one, obviously. All right, let's jump into these Rockets uh, for you. Uh, my first 
cab off the rank here has to be John Wall. Uh, John Wall is priced at 7400 here on DraftKings, and that's a that's a pretty good price for Mr. Wall. Um, you know, he is lowest fantasy point return in the last six games is only uh, it's only gone down as low as 33.75 so 7400 that's a pretty good price hard to ignore um, the Hornets backcourt shouldn't pose too many problems for him um, and look as long as we're not hearing about any you know uh, restrictions or you know questionable tags or anything like that for John Wall uh, I think he's a pretty safe player at 7400 Victor Oladipo's priced up at 8100 that's look Vic is probably due for a bounce back. He's had some really bad games in his last three, but look, it's a little hard to trust. Uh, 8,100, we know that the upside can be 40-plus DK points on any given night for Oladipo, but look, I don't know. I I, I just think that uh, we can do better out here on this this game card tonight, and you, you'll see me touch on some guards later on. And and personally, we, we've already touched on one. John Wall at 7,400, that's a much better price. Um here uh probably a few shares of Oladipo just to see if he can take advantage of the Hornets defense but not too much for me uh Jay Sean Tate would be a decent GPP play at 4800 uh his last five outings he's gone 30 27 11 37 and 13 DK points so 4800 you know that's kind of smack bang in the middle of those you you could hope for an upside night against the Hornets um and the other guy uh on the wing is Daniel House Jr so look he, he he's starting to find his feet a little bit he's got a little bit of a discount down from Tate at 4400 um while he's finding his feet again he, he's probably just a cash play and and Honestly, he's probably a cash play um, anyway, but uh, his last four or five returns here, we've got 21.25, 30.5, a low one at 12 uh, to be expected as he finds his feet again, and 25.5 and 23.5. So 4,400 given all those 20s and 130. Uh, he's not too bad a GPP kind of play. Um, sorry, a cash kind of play is what I meant to say. Uh, the one guy here that I am targeting in on hard outside of John Wall, though, is DeMarcus Cousins. So 7100 Um Look, it, it's a pretty solid price bump. Uh, he was 6300 last time, but uh, Christian Wood is obviously listed as out again. Uh, we all know what uh, Boogie can do any given night. And up against the Charlotte Hornets defense, that... Uh, actually has got a lot better since Cody Zeller has been in that lineup at the center spot. Um, yeah, this is just too low for someone of the points per minute production that Cousins can give us. Uh, he's coming off 35.75 in 30 minutes versus the Spurs. Uh, he had a couple of lower output games before that, but just just keep in mind that um, he, he did put up 36 DraftKings points, um, and while that sounds low for Boogie, that was in 21 minutes, so <laughs> just keep that in mind. That was only a week ago. Um, if we go back two weeks when Wood was out as well. Cousins was just smashing things. Monster stat lines. 50-plus uh, fantasy point returns uh, against Washington and Dallas that I can see here. And yeah, as I said, 7,100 is just too low. Let's bounce across to the Hornets now. Um, probably not a great deal of interest in the Hornets tonight. Uh, LaMelo Ball, obviously, you know, starting uh, now and at 8,300. I probably just like him a little bit more when he was under 8K, uh, $500 price bump. Uh, we Look, we all know he can have these 50-plus DK point outings. Uh, for the most part, though, it is under 40K, uh, 40 DK points, excuse me, uh, on a fairly consistent um basis so look i'm not sure i'm just going to pay up for uh lamello at 8300 here 
Same goes pretty much uh, for, for Terry Rozier, 6300 uh, Last time he was priced on DraftKings at 56 and now he's just got this uh, $700 increase um, off the back of 39.75 points versus uh, the Wizards. They're probably, you know, both of these guys are probably more interesting than Devontae Graham at the moment, but I just think there's better value than the Hornets backcourt right now. Uh, get Gordon Haywood, 7900 well, that's just a little too steep for me as well. Uh, we, we, we know we can have these 50-point upside games. They just haven't been there lately. Um, I just think there are, again, better plays out there. I'm not spending my money on too many Hornets here. Uh, PJ Washington, 5,700. He's, he's kind of still shaking off the rust after, after, after a few games out. Uh, and his last game... Um, I think it was his last game, one of his last games anyway, 14% from the field, uh, and that was against the Wizards. So, look, 5,700. Uh, he's probably worth just a GPP throw, but I wouldn't be going all out to including him, include him in my lineups, especially not against PJ Tucker. Um, Cody Zeller, he may be the only Hornet starter I have any real interest in. Um, it, it's not a great deal of interest. Um, the center position for the Rockets, they've been defending that pretty well all year, and, and that's without Christian Wood sometimes. So, uh, look, he, he kind of tends to jump around in between fantasy point returns of 25 and 35. 6,100, it's right in the middle. Uh, it's just not grabbing me, you know, uh, outside of maybe a few low shares in, in GPP tournaments. Uh, and speaking of GPPs, Miles Bridges, 5,600. Uh, it's really hard to trust how many minutes Bridges is going to get at the moment um, while the Hornets just mess with their lineup a little bit, throwing Lamelo into the starting spot and that type of thing. So, look, I, I think I'm just probably staying away. Um, he's got a pretty low floor on a bad night, 5,600. Yeah, uh, look, it, I can't really see myself too many playing too many uh, shares of Miles Bridges either. All right, we can bounce on to the next one, guys. Washington Wizards and the Chicago Bulls. At this time, we do not have a game total uh, or a spread. Uh, and I think I missed that with the last game. Let me just jump back here. Yeah, same thing for the last game, guys. No game total, no spread as yet. Uh, this one, the Wizards and the Bulls, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Washington Wizards have not yet submitted an injury report, but Chicago have. So, of course, we have Wendell Carter Jr. out. Uh, Larry Markinen's come up as doubtful here with injury uh, to the right AC, which is uh, not good, and Otto Porter is already listed as out. All right, let's uh, jump through these Wizards. Um, interesting, uh, Westbrook is not listed here. Uh, I guess they have not submitted their report, but this is a back-to-back, -back, so it's pretty unlikely that Russ plays. 8,600, if he plays, we don't expect him to, but if he does, it has to be looked at versus the Bulls. Um, his minutes have been way down, but that's mostly because of blowouts, and uh, 8,600 is a fair price for Russell if he plays. Uh, onto the uh, main channel uh, through which all offense throws flows when Russ is not there, and that is Bradley Bill. 9K, uh, good to see 9K for Bradley Bill. He pushed well over 10K uh, not that long ago um, for this Wizards team. So this comes at a perfect time. Uh, he's basically facing the Bulls who play almost no defense, especially in the backcourt. Um, look, Bill's last two games haven't been fantastic, but uh, yeah, I think this is a pretty good bounce back spot for Bradley Beal uh, 9k yep this is turning into one of my favorite high price guard um, plays of the night uh, especially if Russ sits all that usage is just going to funnel through Beal uh, versus very lackluster defense 
Of course, if Westbrook is out, we need to look at how Neto at 3K. 3K, uh, that is... Uh, potentially the price for your starting Wizards point guard. So if uh, Westbrook sits out this one against the Bulls backcourt, starters minutes, it's probably going to be the one of the highest and f- fastest game cards on this entire fixture. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how you leave him out here and, uh, unless you're really pivoting against ownership. Uh, he is going to be chalky, chalk, chalk. Um... Ish Smith, no, I will pass on 5K for Ish Smith, even if Russ is out. Um, 4,400 for Denny Abdia. Look, that's tempting. I look, I just find that this guy doesn't show much upside. He, he's a great player, obviously. He's holding down that small forward spot. But, um, yeah, I think maybe only if you're dumpster diving, and I think we have better options coming up, to be honest. Hachimura at 5,400. I do not trust him even at that price. Uh, I rarely play Rui. Um, Robin Lopez. Yeah, okay. Look, so the the center spot at, at the Wizards is just a bit of a disaster at the moment. I mean, you've got Alex Len, you've got uh, Davis Bernhans, you've got Moritz Wagner, all these guys healthy. And, and Robin Lopez continues to get the start. In most cases, Alex Len has been starting a little bit. Um, 3,700, it's just a risky GPP punt play because he may play 12 minutes and these other guys rotate around him. He may play 24 and smash through that. It is a punt play only. On to your Chicago Bulls. Um, I am passing on Kobe White at 6,400. Uh, the dude has not even reached uh, 30 DK points in his last five games. So, yeah, I think uh, I'll just pass on him until we start seeing something better. I wouldn't be surprised to see Sadoransky start to take more and more minutes away from Kobe White as we move forward. And now that Thomas is healthy. Uh, Zach Levine, 8,900. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look... <laughs> Versus the Wizards defense, everybody knows what we're talking about when we say Wizards defense. It is almost non-existent. Zach Levine is coming off of a season high, 55 fantasy points against the Magic, who are similarly challenged uh, in the backcourt, although Evan Fournier is not such a bad defender. Uh, Look, I, I think I'd just rather play Bill. I'd rather play Bill at $100 more. That's where I'm putting my dollars and moving away from Zach Levine. Patrick Williams, uh, pretty good matchup here. He is actually putting up some good fantasy returns as he is in the higher minutes rotation uh, now. Now, assuming nothing changes here, what was the Otto Porter news? Yep, still out. So look, I think uh, Patrick Williams is a fair play at 5,100. As we go through this slate, you'll see there are high price guys. There are some value guys um, and a couple of 7K type of range guys. But when you when you start to look at this $5,000 salary range, there's not a lot there. So uh, if you need that kind of salary saver versus the Wizards, uh, Patrick Williams, not a bad shot. Valentine, Denzel Valentine, 37 minutes against the Magic. Yeah, that was a big blowout, though. So that's right around his value for his usual kind of 20-minute games. If you think he's going to get 30-plus again, maybe have a stab, but I won't be. Uh, And the guy that I've already touched on, Sadoransky, is coming back from injury, 27 minutes uh, in that blowout. Uh, So, yes, he probably saw a few more minutes there than he would have normally, but his minutes are trending back to where they should be for a backup point guard. Uh, 4K, though. Oh, look, I'm just not touching him yet. I want to see him, you know, work his way back into 22, 24 minutes and increase the production a little bit before I'm spending on Sadoransky. Lowry Markkinen out anyway uh, or doubtful. Uh, I think I I 
probably can't trust him at the moment at 6,600. He's only a GPP play. He's basically had 40-plus DK points twice this season. So 6,600 is starting to push it. Um, GPP option, maybe, maybe not even that. And the uh, stalwart of everybody's lineups in the last couple of weeks has been Thaddeus Young. Uh, I think Tad's price may have jumped up and caught up with him now. 6700 that's pretty hard to look at. Uh, and when we have Cousins at the center spot for $400 more, I know who I am playing. Moving on to the, the next game, guys. It's the Toronto Raptors at Memphis Grizzlies. We do have a spread and game total for this one. It is a game total of 222.5, and the Raptors are favored by one. This is an 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Uh, we do have injury reports for both teams. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, we have Brandon Clark out, which is something we need to monitor or watch or add to here. Jaron Jackson Jr. is out. Uh, DeAnthony Melton is also out. And then we also have John Tay Porter and Killian Tilly still out. For the Raptors, Justice Winslow still out. Oh, sorry, that is on the uh, Memphis side of the ball. Just swapping pages here. Um, Justice Winslow is still out, obviously. Uh, for the Toronto Raptors, OG Ananobi is still listed as out, and then it's Malachi Flynn, Jalen Harris, and Patrick McCaw, who are of no real consequence to us. For the Raptors, let's jump into the backcourt. Kyle Lowry, 7,800. Look, Lowry had a pretty bad shooting game last time out. Um, that was versus Atlanta. He's, he's in a decent bounce-back spot here uh, versus the Grizzlies. Uh, look... <sighs> I don't often pay for, for Lowry over Freddie Van Vliet, but I've 7,800 for Lowry and 8,500 for Freddie. I think I'm actually looking Lowry here. Um, Freddie's output has had some high ceilings, but his floor hasn't been as great. Um, I think I'm just going to rather trust Lowry here, and that may burn me, but uh, if I have to pick one of these two, it's probably Lowry. I might may not play that much of either of these guys, uh, to be honest. Norm Powell at 6,500. Look, even when he's starting, and he has been starting, 6,500, that price is starting to really push the limit for Norm Powell. Uh, I think it's just a GPP play. Um, look, some of the other wings uh, for the Raptors were giving us some value, um, you know, talking about Stanley Johnson, uh, Uta Watanabe, and, and guys of, of that kind of ilk. But really, the only guy now is probably DeAndre DeAndre Bembry, every everybody's kind of been pushed back with limits and uh, with minutes, and uh, Bembry is the only one at 3,400 that is worth a really low-end kind of value play. Uh, so yeah, uh, apart from that, moving on to the front court, Pascal Siakam. Look, I don't know which which Pascal we get at 7,900 on DraftKings. Um, you know, we we saw 65 against the Nets, we saw 55 DK points versus the Magic, and then it's, okay, cool, but it's back to 37 versus the Hawks, and then 30 in the other mag, uh, Magic outing. So, look, it, he's probably, when I play him, he, he, he does the 65, and sorry, when I don't play him, he does the 65, when I play him, he does the 35, so I don't seem to get him right. If you guys out there are the Pascal Siaskin whisk. Uh, Siakam Whisperers, good for you. He is a GPP play only at 7,900. But Chris Boucher, 
Finally, <laughs> we get some Chris Boucher back on the floor. 27 minutes, 33 minutes in his last two. Um, can we trust it? No, we can't trust it. Nick Nurse likes to uh, do silly things with uh, Chris Boucher and his minutes. Uh, and, you know, it's not so silly. Chris Boucher is not the great, greatest defender in the world, but we're not interested in that side of things. We just want minutes, minutes, minutes for from a DFS perspective. Uh 5,400, that is really hard to ignore. Uh, you know, he's just coming off 49 DraftKings points. Can we trust it? No. Can we ignore it? Certainly cannot ignore it. It's a huge amount of upside for that price. On the Memphis Grizzly side of the ball, uh, yeah, I ran through this quickly earlier, and I'm really only looking at one player here uh, from Memphis versus a pretty tough Toronto Raptors defense. Um, there is some movement in the uh, Grizzlies lineup as well. We've had Grayson Allen come back, um, which kind of has killed off some Desmond Bain value um, and other guys like John Conchar that you may have been throwing into GPPs. It's just a bit of a blender in there at that shooting guard spot. I can't trust any of those guys now. Um, Jar Morant, look, I, I can only trust Jar Morant for cash. I, I don't like the matchup against Toronto and Kyle Lowry. Um, Lowry's just a pest. I love Morant, but I don't want to play him in this one. And also Valanciunas came back and oh, was watching that game against the Pelicans. He, he put up about 25 DK points in literally about 11 minutes, and then he just kind of tapered off there after that. But I think both of those guys, Morant and Valanciunas, are pretty much just priced appropriately given the matchup. I'm probably not looking at either of them. Um, Brandon Clark is now out. I think that uh, boosts Kyle Anderson's value substantially. Uh, 5,700 for Kyle Anderson. He certainly looked very aggressive in taking his shots uh, and trying to get to the basket against the Pels. Uh, eight from 13 from the floor, uh, three from seven from behind the arc, and he chipped in with boards and assists and some defensive stats as well. Uh, a close to 40 uh, fantasy point outing, 5,700. I would like to see this continue from Kyle Anderson. I think he's a good player. Um, look, there's better options on paper, but I think Kyle Anderson backs this up and beats this value at 5,700 versus uh, the Toronto Raptors, especially with OG and Anobi out. That is it on the Grizz side. We can move on to the next one, guys. It is Minnesota Timberwolves at the Dallas Mavericks, and the game total is 222. And the Mavericks are favoured here uh, by nine, uh, which I found a little surprising. I know the Minnesota Timberwolves are in all sorts of trouble, but Dallas haven't been playing that as uh, that well either. So let's see what happens there. This game is scheduled for 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, for the Dallas Mavericks, no one of any consequence. Oh, sorry, excuse me. James Johnson has come up as questionable. So he did get some minutes in the last one. Uh, yeah, verging on uh, irrelevant anyway. For DFS purposes, uh, Minnesota, we do have some names here. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is questionable again. Juancho Hernan Gomez is questionable. Jarrett Culver is out. And Carl Anthony Towns is listed as doubtful. So 222 game total. That doesn't surprise me. Um, the, the Timberwolves want to run a gun. The Mavericks want to slow it down this year. So yeah, right in the middle. Uh, I've got a feeling this may stay closer than nine points, but we'll see. Um, I guess the Grizzlies have lost Brandon Clark and DeAnthony Melton. So, yeah, it, it's an interesting one. 
On the T-Wolves, D'Angelo Russell at 7,300. Look, he's come up as questionable. He's generally listed as questionable before every game at the moment. I think the salary is pretty good. Uh, 7,300, it's a pretty good matchup against the Mavericks. Um, not just, just not sure how much up, upside there might be with Russell at the moment. Um, he's... he's you know, when he came in, uh, when he joined the team early in the season, he was pumping out 40-plus regularly, but it's just not been the case in recent games. Maybe a few GPP shares, uh, but for the most part, he may just be a safe cash option as he does have a pretty solid floor. 6,700 for Malik Beasley. Uh, yes, has been on a little tear recently. Uh, 6,700 is certainly reaching into price ranges that I won't be touching. Um, and also, just keep in mind, he's... Facing Josh Richardson here, uh, so yeah, I don't particularly like it. I mean, they throw they may throw Richardson at D'Angelo, so it may free Beasley up a little bit. I just think that's too risky, and we can do better elsewhere. Um, if Russell sits, uh, of course, the plug-and-play option is Ricky Rubio, 5,300, and didn't we have some fun with the T-Wolves lineup? Um, last time they went, they announced that Russell was out, and I went and loaded up on Ricky Rubio everywhere, and then they, about 30 seconds later, they announced that Russell was back in, so I had to go back, change all my lineups, and I'm sure some of you guys got caught with that as well. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Ricky Rubio is really only in play if Russell sits at 5,300. And the other guy that I do like to target a little bit uh, when Russell is out is Jordan McLaughlin at 3,700 as the backup point guard. Anthony Edwards, he's priced up at 6,100. I will leave him alone there. Uh, he needs to be mid 5Ks for me to look at. Um, oh, and here is another spin cycle position uh, to monitor. Um, it is the Timberwolves forward positions. Uh, Vanderbilt, Lehman, Hernan Gomez, McDaniels. I will just leave that alone until that team works out who they want to play there. Um, Naz Reed, now 6,000. Okay, so Cat is now questionable. Cat is listed at 9900 I won't play that, pay that salary even if Towns does come in. But, uh, yeah, we've got to keep an eye on the news here. Uh, Naz Reed, 6K. Uh, the floor in his last three games is 30 fantasy points. So if Towns is out, I don't mind having a look at this uh, versus Dallas Mavericks. They haven't been great at covering big men either. Uh, if Cat is back, well, I won't play either of these guys. Moving on to the Mavs, so Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic at uh, 11K. Look, my I rarely play these high-priced guys in DraftKings um, uh, very often at all. Uh, once it starts getting up above 10.5, I start to look for value. Um, but the Mavericks versus the Timberwolves, Luka Doncic is in a fantastic spot here. I just tend to think that this stays closer than Vegas may think. Um, especially if D'Angelo Russell plays. Um, I don't mind looking at this 11K price tag uh, against this pretty terrible Timberwolves defense. Um, look, he's, he's coming off 70.75 fantasy points, 11K, 5X. The math is pretty simple. I'm just... Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm leaning towards Luca uh, more than a couple of the other really high-priced guys on this card, although I do like one a little bit more coming up. So 11K, Luka Doncic, um, yeah, the floor is 45, so it's it's not overly risky. It just is a lot of money to spend when a blowout is potentially on the cards. 
Porzingis at 8,400, that is way too high for me. Even against the Wolves, he has had one score above 45 DK points all season. Um, look, he might absolutely punk the Wolves, and that's fine. Um, 8,400, I'm not willing to pay until I see upside from Kristaps. Um, Hardaway Jr. is pretty much priced around value. I don't often play Josh Richardson. A um, couple of high upside games uh, in the last three or four, I reckon. I think he had a 32 and a 40 DK point return, but uh, generally... Um, he is priced around value right now. A couple of lower-priced options for the Mavs, though. Uh, Maxi Kleber, 4,500. Look, the dude got himself into pretty bad foul trouble uh, in the first matchup against the Warriors. Was limited to 20 minutes in that one, hence a pretty low fantasy return, but bounced back to 32 minutes, 34 DraftKing points in the um, subsequent match. So, uh, look, before the foul trouble game, he played 32 minutes. Uh, didn't didn't do much in that one, but I like this matchup for Kleber. Um, whether or not Towns plays, I mean, forty five hundred. Uh, that is a six hundred dollar price hike, uh, but for a starting centre versus the Timberwolves, it is absolutely worthy uh, of some play tonight. And the other guy we'll just throw in is Jalen Brunson, forty four hundred. Last three outings against the Warriors, uh, twice and Atlanta once, uh, hovering in the mid-20s. Look, I just think we may see more from uh, Brunson than mid-20s tonight, given this matchup, um, given a little bit of a pace boost as well. 4,400 is a sneaky, low-owned type of play. Okay, back just a just a little wetting of the whistle there, so I can continue on here without coughing my lungs up, guys. Uh, we are halfway through, I think. So let's uh, just before we move into the last four games, um, Valentine's Day that is upon us, fellas. Fellas, it's only a week away now, so make sure you're ready for whenever that night may take, wherever that might night may take you. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. And the best way to get started is with with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling fantastic. The Perfect Package 3.0 is led by their revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which has advanced skin-safe technology and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. It is also waterproof, which presents a mess, uh, prevents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink. It does not present a mess, it prevents a mess. Please keep that in mind. The Perfect Package 3.0 will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxes that'll keep you feeling fresh all day. Easily the comfiest boxes you have ever worn and complete your grooming game with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOP. Ball 20, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 at manscaped.com. All right, good people. Next game, Golden State Warriors at San Antonio Spurs. We have a game total of 233, so one of the highest ones of the night. And the Spurs are favored by one, so we hope that this keeps close. This game kicks off at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. For the Golden State Warriors, we have Marquise Chris out. We have Kevon Looney out. We have Eric Pascal questionable. We have Clay Thompson and James Wiseman out. So still big problems in the front court for the Warriors. Uh, hopefully Eric Pascal can get back in here. He is listed as questionable. For the Spurs, LaMarcus Aldridge is still out and Lonnie Walker is also out. All right, 
The Warriors, Steph Curry, 10-3, $10,300. This is a decent spot for Curry. Uh, look, I'd just, uh, I'll probably lean away from Curry at 10-3, and I would rather pay up for Luca uh, at 11K at the slightly higher salary. Uh, Steph is capable of, you know, 50-odd actual points every night, as we saw in the last one. Um, just worried about a bit of a slower game here, potentially against the Spurs. Spurs aren't too bad at defense in the backcourt. 10-3, that's a little high. I'm just moving on from Curry in this one. Kelly Oubre. Uh, yeah, okay. So, look, the reason I bring Oubre up here is this basically for small forwards, uh, Oubre has the matchup of the competition tonight. I don't expect, uh, you know, the outburst we saw against Dallas uh, where he returned something like 60 DK points or 59, something around that. But value 6k yes we can probably expect value to be returned here and maybe with some upside so uh look i i'd like to see Ubre attack the room a little bit more um rather than just standing out there trying to be clay thompson because he is not clay thompson uh maybe he's starting to get that through his head and uh, 6k uh it's tough to find an argument against it uh when the san antonio spurs give up so many fantasy points to small forwards Draymond Green at 6,800, superb matchup on paper. Um, and also, if we see that Eric Pascal remains out, Juan, Juan Toscano-Anderson has to be looked at at 4,500, uh, starting at power forward. So, look, both of these guys are in, in pretty good mat- matchups against the front court of the Mavericks. Um, Maxi Kleber, does he improve that? That's questionable. Um, oh, sorry, they are against the Spurs. I, I apologize. Um yeah, so so I'm just not sure. Uh, uh, Draymond Green at 6,800. That price is starting to really get up here. Um, we are seeing 40 plus DK returns from him in the last couple. I just struggled to look at Draymond Green and 6,800 when he barely shoots the ball and think that he's going to reach value for us every single night at that price. However. Toscano Anderson, 4,500. If he gets the start, if the scale remains out, I think that uh, price per dollar, I would probably rather play uh, JTA over Draymond Green here. Over to the Spurs. Yes, not the Mavericks. The Spurs. Um, DeMar DeRozan, 7,700. So this guy's on a bit of a mini tear at the moment. Uh, he had a really strange game against Memphis where I think he clocked 20-odd minutes but only put up about 7 DK points, which is just... I think I, put, I, could, I could put up 7 DK points running around for 20 minutes in an NBA game. Probably not, but I'd give it a go. Um, look... Since then, he's gone for 30.25, uh, 48, and 50.5 uh, versus the Wolves and the Rockets in those last two. I don't see anything that changes in the Spurs lineup too much here, uh, apart from a little bit of Derek White's minute, minutes increasing, 7,700. Uh, yeah, I think that's totally in, pr- in play versus the Warriors. Don't mind DeMar at that price. Just a little side note here on DeJounte Murray and Derek White. Um DeJounte Murray's listed at 6,800. Derek White is now listed at 5,100. So the way I see this at the moment is we are kind of at that juxtaposition where DeJounte Murray's production um, has started to slowly decline because of the increase in production and minutes to Derek White. Unfortunately, the price tag for DeJounte Murray has not declined with his production rate. So he is almost out of the question while we see Derek White's um, fantasy Excuse me, guys. While we see Derek White's fantasy production increase, uh, 
Uh, and Derek White is now up to 5,100, and I just need to sort of see more minutes from Derek White before I'm playing him again at the moment. I was all over him at those low fours and mid fours. 5,100's too much. I'm just kind of touching on where these two may cross over, and I think we're right at the crossover point, so I'm leaving both of them alone here. Uh, Keldon Johnson, yep, that boy's in a hole right now, unfortunately. Uh, 5,800, that doesn't really interest me at all, uh, especially when Draymond's down there on the other side of the ball in the um, front court. Uh, salary price hike, oh, uh, yeah, 4,600, that was fine for ja- for Jakob Pertl. 5,900 is not okay for Jakob Pertl. Uh, that is just nuts, um, even with LaMarcus out, and certainly not, not against the Warriors uh, when they are playing Draymond at the five a lot. Pass there. Okay, moving on to the Cleveland Cavaliers at Phoenix Suns. We do have a game total and spread here. It is two twenty point five, uh, and the Pacers. Oh man, no, that is a that is an old one. Apologies. Uh, we do not have a game total here, but I can tell you. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers versus Phoenix Suns. This is going to be slow. Uh, it's going to be a low scoring. Um, yeah kind of bash up against each other kind of match up hence i do not have a great amount of interest on either side of the ball little bit for the suns uh rarely play anybody against the suns there are some targets to look at here for the Cavs. nine o'clock p.m eastern standard time kickoff and for the cleveland Cavs, we have matthew delavadova out kevin lover out and larry nance jr is out the suns have not yet submitted an injury report okay so Suns defense, so we're looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers here. I will show a little bit of interest in Darius Garland at 6,200. It's probably the only spot I will play against the Suns for the majority of matchups uh, versus Devin Booker, who is more focused on offense than defense. The rest of the team is uh, very good defensively, and that shows up with fantasy points basically being next to nothing against the Suns. 6,200, that's okay. Uh, it's a really a cash play. I don't expect any upside against uh, the Phoenix team. And you can't go past the Cleveland Cavs without mentioning Andre Drummond. 8,200, that's probably right on the edge of what I am really looking to pay for Andre Drummond, given his output at the moment. Uh, and also, I've mentioned Boogie Cousins at, what is that, close to 1000 That is $1,100 cheaper for Cousins. I will take Cousins over Drummond in this matchup. Thank you. The only reason, uh, the only other guy that I can think of um, would be Jarrett Allen, $5,900. Uh, look, and that is only a... Um, a play if you think that the Suns are just going to walk away with this one easily. The Cavs have been keeping games close, so yeah, 5,900 for Jarrett Allen in a blowout if you think the blowout is coming. For the Suns, Devin Booker, 7,400. Outside of John Wall for guards, uh, this is a fantastic price uh, for uh, Devin Booker, and he probably comes aligning alongside John Wall as one of my Whoa, as my uh, alarm goes off. Let's just turn that off. Sorry about that, people. Uh, Back to the Suns, Devin Booker. So... John Wall, I think, was priced at 7100 7400 for Devin Booker. That is a fantastic price for someone coming off of 47.75. DraftKings points, uh, and that was against the Boston Celtics. So I like Booker to keep it going here. 7400 uh, that is a, an outburst or a scoring outburst I'd rather chase uh, from a guy who is a proven fantasy repeat scorer rather than some 3400 guy who had himself a night out. 
DeAndre Ayton, uh, yeah, so 6,900, that's hard to trust. Uh, it is against the Cleveland Cavs. It is against Andre Drummond, who is no kind of defender. Uh, it, it's, again, hard to trust. And again, I'll just say it again, Boogie Cousins, 7,100. I don't know. Yeah, maybe some pivot plays onto DeAndre Ayton away uh, from Boogie and some of the other centers. That may be it for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the only thing I'll mention here is that Mikhail Bridges does have a good matchup. Uh, and again, we don't have a lot happening at this five to $6,000 price range. So 5700 for Mikhail Bridges. Uh, he's coming off a good game again against the much trickier Boston Celtics. So hopefully you can keep that going. Give us a little bit of value at 5700 It is a maybe play just to save some salary for me. I won't play Frank Kaminsky. Uh, 4,300 even. Even starting at power forward alongside DeAndre Ayton, I cannot do it. Uh, he's returning mid-20s. If you want to pay 4,300 for mid-20s from Frank Kaminsky, uh, I can't fault you. Please go ahead, but I will not be doing that. On to the next one. It is the Milwaukee Bucks and the, sorry, visiting the Denver Nuggets. We do not have a game total for this one either. It is scheduled to play at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do have injury reports, though. For the Nuggets, Facundo Campazzo is questionable. Hasn't been playing that much lately anyway. PJ Dozier and Gary Harris are still out. Jamal Murray has come up as questionable. And for the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, they are all G League players. We don't need to uh, worry there. So, Bucks and Nuggets. The Bucks will want to play this fast. The Nuggets will want to take the air out of the ball. Uh, will it stay close? So interesting, uh, the last couple of matchups these teams have, the Bucks blew out one way and the Nuggets blew out the other way. Can this stay close? Uh, I think it can. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm paying up for Giannis in this one, though. Uh, at 11-1, I believe he is, or 11,000. I would be much more interested in the Joker on the other side of the ball. Uh, I've also mentioned Luca as well, who's in a much better position at only $100 more. I just don't think I'm playing Giannis in this one. Uh, look, you can never count him out. It's Giannis. Fantastic. Maybe the game stays close and he plays 35 minutes and then you have blown through that salary. Uh, I just like uh, Luca a little bit more and I'll take Nicola on the other side of the ball before I take Giannis. Holiday. Drew Holiday at 7,700. He's in a great matchup versus Murray. Murray is also questionable. Uh, I don't know what uh, the Nuggets will do if Nugget, if um, um Murray is is out as well. They're basically down to who? Campazzo, who's questionable, and Monte Morris. So yeah, it's it's a great spot here for Drew Holiday, seventy seven hundred. Um, he's a cash guy. He, he doesn't have that huge upside into fifty five, sixty DK points. Um, but seventy seven hundred, that is certainly a good price for a cash play. Or if you just happen to land on him in a GPP tournament, no problems there either. Chris Middleton, though, at $7,500, that's $200 cheaper than Holiday. He's in a great spot, too. Uh, he, he has been pretty disappointing recently. Uh, he still chips in with a 40 DK point outing every now and then, but uh, I don't mind this matchup for Chris Middleton. The price is right down for him, 7,500. I don't see why the guy can't return 40 to 45 DK points at a minimum against this Nuggets um, defense. I would like to see the game stay close for him to have an opportunity to do that. I just think against Michael Porter Jr. and uh, Will Barton, I think he's got every opportunity to do so. And the last guy for the Bucks, um, 
Bryn Forbes, so 3,700. He's, he's sharpshooting very nicely. His percentages are very high at the moment. I think his last one was, you know, 80, 87% or something crazy. And, and the games before that, he was in the 50s. So, look, it's probably not sustainable, but I would rather... I often talk about not chasing big scores, but now we've seen four or five in a row. So 3,700, the price hasn't risen that much. He's putting in mid-20s kind of performances, and I don't mind Bryn Forbes at that price. For the Nuggets, it is one guy and one guy only, and that is the aforementioned Joker at 11-1. I will definitely be looking to have some um, shares of Nicola in this one. As I mentioned, the last two outings between these teams have been pretty topsy-turvy, but I think this one has a good chance of staying close. Um, In some of the games that don't, don't stay close against the Nuggets, he has been topping out at 61 and 70 DK points anyway. So give the guy 35 against good opposition. Uh, I think he's going to strap himself in for this one and return us a high upside game. Um, look, honestly, 11-1, what does he need? 56 DK points to return value. That's that's almost flourish for Nicola at the moment. I, I like him uh, most nights and... While I don't often pay up, I think this matchup can stay close and that Jokic is in a good shape to hit value. The last game of the night, guys, Oklahoma City Thunder at the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, We do have a game total. It's 218.5, and the spread is the Lakers by 12. That may be low. I'm just giving you the hint. Um, For the Los Angeles Lakers out, we have... Uh, Anthony Davis questionable, sorry. Uh, we have LeBron James questionable, as per usual. Out, we have Costas Antetokounmpo, and we have Jared Dudley. For Oklahoma City, we'll skip Trevor Ariza not playing, and go down the list here. George Hill is out. Ty Jerome is out. Oh, Theo Maladon has come up as out for health and safety protocols. That changes things a little bit for me. I was not looking at really anybody on this Thunder team, given the matchup. Given the blowout potential, given the drubbing they are probably going to receive here, except for Maladon. Maladon is out. Mm, I can't really see anybody else here that I would play. I mean, Hamadou, sorry, Santino, he's my dude Diallo. Uh, he's at 6K. That may increase his production a little bit. Um, it's probably going to give him some more ball handling responsibilities. It's still against the Lakers. 6K is a higher price for Diallo. It is a maybe. I don't think I'll be messing with that too much. SGA at 8K, not against the Lakers' defense. Basley at 5,800, that's a no. Horford has been just great uh, since he came back from the birth of of a child, but 6,300 against the Lakers' front court. No, thank you. Um, That might be it. I think I'm passing on all of the Thunder. Onto the Lakers. I'm not sure I can trust too much here either, to be honest. Uh, LeBron at 10-5, AD at 9-6. Do either of these guys get enough minutes? They probably just don't. I mean, LeBron has been balling out, but now we are talking about one of the most lopsided matchups uh, you could possibly hope to see. 10-5, great. Throw him into a few lineups. Um, he'd probably get 50. Um, if he only plays 24 minutes because the Thunder get blown off the court in the first half, then you're in trouble. Uh, AD is not returning 9,600 value for me at the moment or not showing enough upside. Uh, the usual suspects come into play when we're talking Lakers blowouts. It's Kyle Kuzma at 5,200. Montrez Harrell at 5,200. I think I may have written one of those wrong. I think maybe Harrell is a 
couple of dollars more. But anyway, both of them, uh, they're probably only going to be in play if you feel that blowout is coming or one of these super studs sits. I would much rather look down to Taylor Horton Tucker uh, for a GPP GPP tournament play, just given the blowout potential here. 3,900, that is the reasoning, blowout only. He has been getting minutes in the 20s, 20 to 22 minutes per night. If he can get himself 28 to 30 minutes, the sky's the limit with this guy. He is a points per minute monster. Guys, that is it. Eight games rolled through. Thank you for sticking with me. Uh, We appreciate your customerage. That's not a word at all, but we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, We appreciate your custom. That is exactly what I meant to say. Uh, Guys, sign up for the DFS Pass at hoop-ball.com. It is only $1.99 per month. That is cheaper than a cup of coffee. You get yourself into the Discord server. You get yourself the DFS delivery article, which I am going to complete and post later today. Uh, And that Discord server, can't stress enough, get in there with our pros, with other like-minded DFS degenerates uh, before tip-off and discuss everything that you might want to talk about before each day's game start. Thanks for listening, guys. My name's Brenton Eckersley. You can find me on Twitter at Terrain72, so that is T-E-R-R-A-I-N-7-2. This has been Hoop Balls DFS today, smashing NBA daily fantasy sports. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.